Hey there, this is Christian Angelus, welcoming you to yet another special episode of the WordPrint Podcast. In this episode, we got to interview New York Times best-selling author Samira Ahmed, who is the writer of the Miss Marvel Beyond the Limit comic book series, now available via Marvel Comics, wherever comic books are sold. Samira has written the best-selling YA novels Love, Hate, and Other Filters, and Internment. She often writes about revolutionary girls, stories featuring strong Muslim girl heroines who overcome adversity, often in an Islamophobic environment all for very powerful YA material that is really relevant to the times right now. Uh, Samira was also super sweet to chat with, and though you can't tell because this is an audio podcast, uh, we had a lot of fun during this interview talking about Kamala Khan, her cultural influences, and uh, her overall comic history, as I shared my nerdy Kamala art in the background while figuring out how to make Zoom work, because I now finally have a uh, working webcam. Uh, but no lie, besides the uh, Square Onyx video game for Marvel's Avengers, which I really covered extensively for a couple other media outlets, um, I really didn't know much about Kamala. And uh, with the upcoming Disney Plus series coming out later in 2022, and plans to be featured in the Marvel's movie with Carol Danvers, I think, next year, uh, I really wanted to do my research and end up writing a feature piece that compares all of the Kamala comic book runs from Willow's to Saladin's to Samira's. So please do check that out later at thewordprint.com. As for this interview, there are bits of the audio that get incredibly rough. Uh, there are some cats and some dogs, if you hear <laughs> very closely. Uh, there is a degree of noise and definitely some mouse clicking, and that's kind of on me because I'm still trying to figure out how to uh, really get Zoom quality audio uh, up to par with like my standards of audio recording, which are uh, weirdly high. <laughs> Although I, I know that we've had like rough episodes of the audio podcast in the previous um, again, I do all the uh, interviewing, prep work, and editing for this thing. So, like, um, it is—it's fun to learn. It is—is is a process, though. But yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I did what I could to salvage uh, the audio, and uh, it does still have like a bit of an underwater feeling because you know when you filter that out, um, it it does uh, generate that quality. But um, I do think they're getting better over time. More importantly, the interview—the interview itself is just fantastic. So. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so this is a really good one. Samira was a really blast to talk to, and I think, uh, if you listen in, any fans of hers will probably, I think, like this, uh, interview just because, like, I really kind of, we just, we really just talked, which is kind of cool, uh, because sometimes these things are a little bit more formal, but, like, she, she's obviously a really, uh, enigmatic and vibrant person to talk to. I think the perfect person, really, to be writing Kamala Khan. And uh, really goes out of her way to research and know about the hero and whose voice, I think, kind of just fits uh, spot on as somebody who's literally read every single uh, Kamala comic as of, I think, three, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago or so. Uh, special thanks again to Samira, to Haley for setting this all up again, and of course to Marvel for the awesome opportunities to do these again and again. Uh, I do hope you all enjoy this one because I definitely did. All right. Take care. Welcome to the WorkBrand Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and theworkbrand.com. Hi, Samira. Thanks for being here. Ah, thanks. Thank you, Christian. I'm excited to talk to you. Um, just fine excited to be able to talk to everyone about Miss Marvel. So, yeah, I actually just uh, picked up issue two and just read it uh, this morning. It was really good. I like what you're doing so far with the series. 
Thank you. I'm hoping that people are enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun to write. I can imagine. Um, all right, so I have a series of a couple questions. I'll try to keep them brief uh, and just feel free to answer them uh, as brief or as much as you can. Okay, so you're the first South Asian woman to pen this marble. How does it feel to have written such an iconic role model for Muslim youths as your first character? Um, the first South Asian Muslim woman. Um, Preeti Chibber actually has written, I mean, it's not in the comic um, canon, but she's written one of the the younger great, the younger age graphic novels and has written Miss Marvel. So I, don't, I want to make sure we, I give her her props. But it is really an honor to be able to write this incredible character who's become iconic in just such a short period of, of time of, you know, of her existence. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think the first time I saw, you know, issue one, Willow's first issue, and I saw that image of Kamala on there, I was just kind of blown away because it was just this, I mean, it just had this kind of awesome feel to it. And I was like, I mean, here's a Pakistani Muslim superhero. I couldn't have even imagined it as a kid, you know? And I kind of had this, you know, the first time I saw that, that issue, um, like at my local comic book store, I kind of had that goosebumpy reaction, you know, you can sometimes get when you are just seeing something the first time. And little did I know then that I would become a writer on it. And so, now write it is I kind of still have that goosebumpy reaction like wait I'm writing Miss Marvel this is incredible I mean, that is awesome yeah. Kamala, Kamala means so much to so many people including me and my, my family and so many people that I know so many kids I know uh, that it's like I said it's really just a, a privilege to be able to be part of her story and to bring this you know this extension of her story into the world Awesome. Uh, okay, so you've written a lot about Islamophobia in your YA works. Could you talk about how any of your previous works might have influenced your take on the Kamal Run? Uh, well, I, I think a lot of my YA is focused on a few uh, different themes. And one of the themes I, I write a lot about is how um, young people are often confronted with something um, that really changes their world in, in unexpected ways and, you know, can sometimes break, uh, you know, their childhood in unexpected ways. I, I think that's an interesting place to investigate. And obviously, Kamala is a young woman who had a very unexpected situation arise in her life. But also, I, I think I have in all of my young adult novels, um, this through line of what I call the revolutionary girl, stories of the revolutionary girl. And that very much is how I looked at my young adult stories when I am having my these young women address issues of Islamophobia or confront them. Um, and that definitely speaks to, you know, my work with Miss Marvel. She's definitely a revolutionary girl. And really? my, my, you know, the young women that I'm writing are characters who are finding their voice, who are, you know, girls like all the other girls. They're not perfect, but they're trying really hard and they're finding themselves, you know, having to stand up for things that are right in difficult situations. They're, you know, they're forced into positions where they have to find their courage because of forces that are acting upon them. And um, at the same time, they're also, you know, regular teens. They've got crushes. They, they got a zit before the dance. They, 
Yeah, they yeah. are. They butt heads with their parents, um, so, even uh, even while they love their parents, you know. So all of those things to me, Kamala also embodies all of those things. Yeah, no, totally. And I love that answer. Thank you so much. Um, so like, all right, uh, we're in the midst of a pandemic still, and more than ever before, we're very reliant on the strength and resilience of our everyday teachers. Can you talk a little bit about your teaching experience and how it influenced like some of the the writings and the voices of the characters? Well, I was very fortunate to have been a high school English teacher. And when I'm writing, you know, these teen characters, the voices of my students are, of my former students are so much in my mind. I mean, my, you know, I'm writing a superhero right now, but I have seen so many acts uh, of courage and heroism from regular kids in my life. And I feel, I, I mean, this is why I feel like it's such a, you know, great privilege to write for young people because I think young people are so incredibly smart and curious and, you know, they, they find like these pockets of bravery when they need to. And I I love that so much. I I, I wish we didn't put young people in a position where they were forced to find their courage. Um, But I've seen time and again, young people like in real life who are making tough choices um, just to be good, you know, sometimes it's not always easy to stand up for the right thing or to find your voice or to find the courage just to be who you are. Oh, and totally, all, totally. all of those things that I witnessed as a teacher, you know, come to bear in my work. And they definitely do with, you know, certainly with Miss Marvel, um, both with, you know, Kamala herself, but also with her friends. I mean, Nakia, for example, I, I Part of the, one of the things I love about how, you know, Willow and then Saladin developed, you know, Miss Marvel's world is her family and her friends are really important parts of her life. And they're, Absolutely. you know, they're fully realized characters. They're not just sort of, they're not just, you know, two-dimensional or tropes or, or throwaways or anything like that. Like, Nakia is a, a character that I really enjoy writing because Nakia really tells it to Kamala straight, you know? She's not just like a yes person in her life. And sometimes, you know, Kamala is not perfect. She might be a superhero. That doesn't mean she doesn't make mistakes, though. And Absolutely. you want to have friends like Nakia who are like, mm, you want to really think about that again, my friend. <laughs> and, you know... Kamala draws strength from her her friends and family. They're her rocks, but also, you know, they're with her in, in the fight, and they, they stand up with her. And I think I love being able to write those parts of the story, too, because I, I hope and wish that every young person could have, you know, people like that in their lives, people who love them and can stand with them. And I hope the young people who are reading it can be that for someone else, you know? Absolutely, and I, I do love this issue in particular because of everything that you incorporate. I won't say too much in case uh, anyone hasn't read it yet, but yeah, like um, uh, the swoony Bollywood stuff, the, um, the Bruno particular number in issue two, I really loved. Um, could you talk a little bit about the uh, Bollywood influence and what it was like uh, doing uh, this type of a comic so far? Now, Let's see. I want to make sure I don't give any spoilers. So one, yeah, I'm trying to be careful. I, 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 yes, that's okay. It's, it's yeah. okay. So one, I love. I think people are obviously getting just from the cover and other things. People are getting hints of like some kind of multiverse element. So yes. there's. I was thinking like, how can I combine combine two things I love, which is the multiverse plus like the sort of '80s and '90s golden age of Bollywood, which are the movies that um, 
you know, Kamala's parents would be watching. And, uh, you know, during Willow's run, I think Kamala even referenced watching uh, Bollywood movies, which I think is really fun. And I just love that little piece, you know, that having that cultural piece. And there's just a such a vitality and vibrancy to Bollywood. And, um, you know, Triana just brought brought it with the colors. I mean, it just... And yeah. Andres's art, it's, it is gorgeous. So it, it is a really, very gorgeous movie. It was really fun to have that piece in there, but also it's just kind of a nod to, like, Kamala's culture and to the culture of all the kids, you know, who share similar backgrounds who are reading it. I love that it, there's a little bit of intrigue around it, too, uh, which I think is fun. And it was really fun to design this kind of Bollywoodized costume with Andres um, for her. And also, this is just a very tiny, tiny thing, but um, when her parents are watching this, this Bollywood movie on TV, I got to use a, a Bollywood sound effect, which is which was really fun because you know sound effects can vary by culture. So I got to use this sound effect, dashoom, dashoom, which is like the shooting sound effect that is a very kind of Bollywood sound effect, but isn't necessarily one that we normally see. But it was yeah. just it was just fun to be able to um, to do that and. That Dishoom sound effect also appears in the Eternals movie, by the way. That's cool. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Kumail scene, I assume? Maybe? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and so there is, he says, Dishoom, and I was like, this, <laughs> this, you know, it was sort of just synchronicity. Um, yeah. uh, but it, it's fun to be able to put little pieces of that. Kamala's culture is important to her, and I also wanted to have some fun with it, because, you know, she's a character that has fun, too. That's, yeah, and I love that. A lot of people compare her to Spider-Man, and I think it's so genuine in that sense, because I she's such a, I like a fangirl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything in particular Marvel-wise that you like and would like to share with uh, fans about uh, Marvel fandom, I guess, since Kamala is well, a fan? I I love that she writes fan fiction and that, you know, she's a big fan of the person who becomes her mentor, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel. But I also, I do think, I think of Kamala a lot as sort of like the early, or parallels a lot of the early Spidey, like having, um, you know, she's really a young adult superhero. <laughs> and she's also, one of the things I think is really cool about her is that she's really one of the first, or maybe the first, you know, we have Spidey as sort of the young adult hero on, on for men's side, but she's really the first young woman who's really a young adult superhero. Yeah. With with all that encompasses, you know, her world encompasses that teenager dom. And so I think that's something that I loved about Spidey. Plus, you know, Spidey has the quips. Yeah. And so does Kamala though. You even throw a joke. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I, yes, I did. I, I got the Windy City joke um, in there and the bean. But I love I, I love those quips. I mean, there's something about, um, and you're going to see a few more of those that were definitely sort of, uh, let's see, again, not too many spoilers, but you're going to see some quips that come on later that are sort of, you, you'll be able to see how there's a Spidey influence. Totally. Even in, 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 in this run, because I also love how Spidey just does the, the quips while he's fighting the bad guys. That seems just, yeah. it's just such a genuine, like, teenager-y fun, um, you know, moment when he, every time he does that. And I love when Kamala does that, too. So we definitely have a little bit of that influence you'll see. Just, just a hint, uh, is 
is the Kamala Tingle's spidey sense, basically? Is that what was happening with this particular issue? Is that a spoiler? I don't even know if that's a spoiler. I don't want to say what Okay, okay, you don't have to say anything. I just, when I happened, I was like, oh, this is so, like, the spider man I'll just, I will say that you're going to, this is not, you're going to see it in some of the other issues that <gasps> come up to. Nice. Rock, okay. So I, it's not too much of a spoiler, I think. So you'll see, you'll see that again. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also just right now, enjoying uh the hawkeye kate bishop mm, uh, by and I, Camp. I i think it's the action is great and um you know it, that's also a, a fun story and i also just picked up avengers um forever because again i'm like a multiverse fan so yeah i i don't know those are i really love the multiverse stories you know no, I love honestly you're doing a great job with it i'm loving everything about this so far and like besides like marvel's avengers i didn't really read too much kamala until uh like maybe like two weeks ago and then <laughs> well, i literally glad you read have now. <laughs> well i read every single issue of like oh, wow. both willows and then saladin's and now you're around too i don't know i when i get into stuff you're really into it but um I, I that's love actually it a fun way to do it you like yeah it. totally yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a binging a show. Yeah, and you can see like the little bits of the variation in how you know, what obviously Willow and Sana created it, but then how it progressed and how Kamala changed and how Saladin put his own spin on it. And now yeah. I am. Um, that's what's You're cool about this character, and it's fun. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, are you? All right. So I don't know how much time we have left, but I'll I'll ask like three more. I think we have a few more minutes. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have? Are you a full script or like kind of a just of it kind of writer? Because the Bollywood scene in particular seemed like there was a lot of details there, and I wasn't sure how much was the artist and how much did you have to say in it. I do the full script. Um. Uh. And obviously the collaborative process, though. Absolutely. Um. And that is actually something. I mean, honestly, I. Before I started writing Miss Marvel, I didn't know how people wrote comics. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, I had heard a little bit about the Marvel method. We're not using that. I don't, I don't use how many people who use it anymore. But Ooh, I, that's that's a big thing for somebody like me. I'm a comic writer myself. So yeah, um, thank you. So yeah. I think um, it was really interesting to learn the process, and I love the collaborative piece. So obviously, yeah. it's a learning curve for anyone who's starting, mm-hmm. you know, new in comics, um, and it, it was great because um lauren and caitlin my editors gave me kind of the 101 and i really used willow as i really studied it sort of you know she totally that, that original i mean first of all willow's an amazing writer um, yeah that character really stood out and when i finally started reading those i was like oh my gosh there's a lot of research and knowledge behind this it wasn't just it, like a word yeah you, you in, her vo- <laughs> in her voice the thing is i wanted to get i felt very strongly about trying to get Kamala's voice right from the beginning because Willow starts her voice starts with like a bang like you know immediately this character's voice and so that way it was important for me because to to capture that because you know Kamala has um she's a superhero and she gets in tough and serious situations but she has a little bit of that wit she has a little bit of that sarcasm yeah um you know she has a little bit of that bent and I feel like she she's very much of that gen z zeitgeist when it comes to that um, totally but then also love like the the culture behind it the practices and, and like all like it, it felt like authentic uh which really just took me like away because i was like oh my gosh like there, there's a lot of detail here and, and so i thought it was just fantastic well i mean i i think with this character where 
I think it's we're so lucky that all three, you know, three writers in the comics are are Muslims. We're all Muslims from different, you know, cultural backgrounds, but yeah, totally. nevertheless, we share these common threads of this sort of culture and, and practice. And, um, you know, I know that Willow and, uh, you know, Saladin also talked to people who were, you know, Pakistanis who could give, you know, elements of that and, you know, share with them about that. And obviously Sanaa Manan is an important um, part of the creation of this character and was bringing on her piece to it too. Um, so for me, you know, I was, I, I'm Indian. My, I was born in India, but during the partition, half my family went to Pakistan. So I can also just ask, I was also like asking my aunts and uncles because I wanted to make sure, you know, for example, and my friends, like I want to make sure that, you know, Pakistani families would be watching a Bollywood movie because there's also like Pakistani dramas. You know, it's cool to be able to bring that to it. And that's also a collaborative process. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm still in, con even though I'm not directly speaking to them, my my miniseries is in, in conversation with what Willow and Saladin have done. So yeah, totally. I see it as sort of a bigger collab to create this amazing character. And keep it within tune with like the universe that they've established. And so far, it's great. I'm looking forward to the rest. Um, I just want to say this just the rhyme I wrote. Uh, <laughs> you end issue two on a bit of a doppelganger cliffhanger. Could you give us any hints about any more of that? What might happen? I just wanted to say the word doppelganger. <laughs> doppelganger but, uh, is an excellent word. Yes, okay. um, and that word will appear in the issues to come. Oh. Um, uh, so. And I don't know what you're allowed to say versus not, but could you like give a hint for fans who are excited for where this is going? Because I, I'm personally hooked. I just, I am, I'm curious to see what if happens. You, well, I'll just say that if you, if you thought it was cool that there's this doppelganger element in this, you're going to be happy with the rest of the series. Nice. <laughs> that was a great way of uh, answering <laughs> and leaving us on the edge there. Um, I think that for the most part, was most of my questions, but I'm so down to just talk, converse about the process and what it's like. I don't know. Oh, uh, here's one. Who covers the Jersey City-related material? Because I'm from Jersey, and um, it's spot on how you guys have depicted the Well, so you know what? Luckily, we d Kaylin, one of the editors, is actually a Jersey girl. So we have... Yeah. Um, so we have... Uh, she's a Jersey resident, so we have... Uh, we have someone who could do that, and it's great because... Um, again, this is part of the collaborative process. Um, right. You know, that last page that you're talking about, that sort of doppelganger thing, which is like the docks, and then there's like the, you know, the buildings behind. And originally, uh, I was like, okay, it's going to be sunset. And she was like, you can't see the sun setting from there. I was like, okay, let's Ooh. just give it a sunset. I was like, let's give it a sunset glow. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that you can, can have... Yeah, that you could do, but you can't have the direct piece in there. So it also, you know, lay, there's like a bridge and we're going to see, you know, is there a bridge like this? We don't want it to be, you know, I don't want to actually, there's some things that are obviously real, like the bean, you know, is actually a bean. But I think, uh, you know, we were talking about what are the styles of bridges that you would see in, you know, because we're not going to have something, you're not going to have like something like the Williamsburg Bridge in yeah. Jersey City, you need to have something that's that's accurate, because if not, people will definitely call you out rightly, don't get it right. So we try to, to do, you know, try to have as much authenticity and accuracy in there as possible on every front. 
And, and it really stands out, to be honest, because I, as somebody who's gone to Jersey City many times, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, they, they got a lot right about this, so <laughs> it's really cool. Um, yeah, uh, is there anything that you're working on or looking forward to regarding the other, the next four issues, or just anything creative that uh, you've got in the pipeline? Well, um, I, this is actually just a tease, but I've seen all the covers now and, and the variants, and they're so amazing. I, I want to share right. them. Um, but the art has, I think the art has been stunning. And honestly, for a person who writes just, you know, who's writing novels and, and which is a pretty solitary process, that collaborative piece has been so cool. But seeing the art, seeing, you know, both Andres and Michelle and then all the variant artists, all the, you know, artists who are doing the variant covers, yeah. Like bring this story to life is really a magical experience. I can imagine because uh, yeah. I'm writing these words, and then here's someone taking my words, and they're creating this gorgeous image. It's truly, I mean, it's truly incredible. I, I it must be so hard to do the art. <laughs> for, I can for imagine, especially now with the pandemic conditions. So like you'd have to be on Zoom and collaborating twenty four seven. I'm guessing. I don't. I mean, it's just that I, I think it's really, I, I think it must be really hard to do the interior art. So my hats just go off to every artist. I, I am amazed at their work. That is really cool. Um, what, what is something significantly different between, I guess, writing individually alone, like YA stuff versus having to collaborate with, uh, with you know, art teams and, and making a comic? Particularly for well, I mean, the YA voice is a thing that I think Capturing that YI voice is, I think, what uh, I bring to Miss Marvel and why Marvel wanted me to, to work with Miss Marvel. But, uh, you know, writing a novel is just me by myself <laughs> um, for almost, you know, until I have like a whole novel written. And then I'm obviously talking to my editor. But it's a, it's a slower process. It's a much more solitary process. And I actually really like the collegiality that this sort of the collaboration, the collaboration brings um, to the comic world. And, you know, it's also fun to meet the comic fans. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, I've also obviously met a ton of YA readers and, and there's obviously crossover between young adult readers and readers of, you know, Miss Marvel. Yeah, um, but it's really fun because Miss Marvel also spans kind of a broader age range than, I mean, you know, there's a school in my neighborhood and there's a bookstore in my neighborhood. So a lot of kids in the neighborhood know I'm a writer and I've also written a middle grade novel, Mira and Hamsa. So some kids in my neighborhood who are younger readers, like third, fourth, fifth grade have read that or they, they saw me at my last book event. And those kids also read Miss Marvel. So, you know, a fourth grader is not reading young adult fiction, but they might be reading Miss Marvel or a fifth grader. And it's been really fun because I've been stopped a couple times in my neighborhood by kids, like kind of by the school close by to me. It's kids I don't even know. And, they're like, and um, they know me just because of like the neighborhood and I'm at the bookstore. And a couple of these kids have stopped me. And one kid was like, hey, hey, you're Samira. Right, and I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "I read your book, and my brother says you're gonna write Miss Marvel. Is that right?" And I said, "Yes." And she's like, "Okay, good." And another kid stopped me, and he's like, "You're the Miss Marvel person, right?" And I said, "Yes." And he said, "I hope, I hope it's gonna be good," <laughs> which I was. I, I, and both these kids were like, you know, like around fifth grade or so, and I really <laughs> loved that interaction because they obviously felt strongly about it, and they wanted it to be good, and I, I wanted it 
to make it good for them, you know? So it's really, that's something that's, uh, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, the fandoms are slightly different. And, but I just love the, the you know, the passion that pe- that comics readers have for Kamala and also just, you know, the, the joy they can bring and how it's really fun to go, uh, you know, the, when issue one came out, I went to a couple different comic book stores in Chicago mm-hmm. and it's just fun to see the energy on comic book day, you know, new yeah. comic book day in the store because there's a, a lot of people there and everyone's excited for this issue they've been waiting for. So that's been really a joy to, to, to see and it's such a fun introduction to the world of comics. I mean, that totally makes sense. Do you feel like there's a weight of responsibility with all that, though? Like, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. especially writing this character, because, I mean, look, look Kamala is the Bacchus Bunny Muslim superhero. There's no other one. There's yeah. no other Salvation super Muslim superhero. There's not, you know, there's, that puts a pretty heavy burden on Kamala's shoulders, right? She, and it's the same thing that happens for, you know, for writers who come from marginalized backgrounds when we're writing these characters. It's like the expectations of everyone from those those groups or those intersectionalities are kind of are, are you know you're holding that that weight and you don't want to disappoint anyone i mean at the same time no single character can be everything and no single character i mean certainly kamala can't represent you know a billion plus south asians and billion plus muslims because she's just an individual and she's her own character but i want to do right by her for you know, because she's an amazing character who means so much to, to so many people, including to me, you know. Um, so I am just doing my best and I want, I mean, I just feel a responsibility to like every kid who loves this character, you know, like to those kids yeah. who stopped me in my neighborhood. I I want to do, you know, the best I can for them. And to be honest, like, it's it's been going great so far. If Thank no you. one's telling you that enough, like <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I, I do want to, because otherwise I would just go into full spoilers here. But like I don't want to, just because kind of people haven't read it yet. But yeah, like um, yeah, I, I think you've done a great job of paying homage to the original two uh, authors, and then really just uh, just bringing everything you can. Like this is very much a Kamala fan like love story. I don't want to go too far into details, but yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a Kamala fan. And I love her. So I'm glad that it's, you know, it's, it's sort of like I'm getting to write fan fiction, but it's the actual character cool. <laughs> for the actual for Marvel. So I think that it's, I feel very lucky to be able to do that. And um, I hope people can, are going to enjoy the rest of the run. Nice. Uh, all right. Let me ask you this one question that I tend to ask people uh, at least once uh, per interview. Uh, is there anything in particular that you want the audience to take away from this, like a message or a theme, something uh, meaningful for them? I think if we just look at Kamala's storylines generally, I think a theme that you can take away from all of just her as a character is you can anyone can be a hero. You don't have to have superpowers to be a hero. And, and I think that's something that really resonates throughout her run because, you know, because of how important friends and family are to her. And, and even when things aren't going exactly right for her, she, she tries to do the right thing. And I think we all, you know, we all can find ways to be heroes. Thank you so much. Um, that was a great response. Uh, 
I think I'm actually out of questions. So, um, great, great. I think we're uh, okay. Great. Um, this was it was fun to, to chat about her. I really. Um, it's it's you know I love talking about this character. Yeah, no, she's she's fantastic, and you're fantastic too. I do have to check out more of your works because I'm a little bit behind with covering all the all the many news related stuff. Well, no worries. I mean, it's a lot. It's hard to keep up with every. It's hard to keep up with every story, every book, and. <laughs> I feel like there's more entertainment than ever before. Yeah, there is. Which is why, I mean, there's which a is lot of think... stuff. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff to you know to read, to watch, to so. Yeah, and I, I do, that's one of the things I love about Kamala, is that she's such a positive role model. Like, I feel like now, especially like everything that's happened, we really need that right now. Just pop culture. Yeah, <sighs> I love, well, I love a good guy, so. 